We want to be your BFF. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. BFF.FM, best frequencies Streaming with my besties. Get up your rebels at your own discretion and crank that treble for your new obsession. It's DJ Webbles on the hangover session. Good everybody. Listening to BFF. Dot FM. Best frequencies forever. 
Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Hangover Sessions 286. You just heard Rust featuring Tom Mish and Yusuf Days on the drums and Tom Mish on the guitar, of course. Hope you enjoyed that instrumental. And before that, we had the wondrous Kate and Anna McGurigal talk to me of Mendocino. What a place and what a song that was. Hope you enjoyed both of those. Going to keep the talking relatively short once again today because we've got so much good music. And of course, we have Jasmine Pritchard coming up for you in a short while. Stay tuned for that. Uh, Next up, we have Isn't She Lovely by, oh God, another very hard name to pronounce, Birelli Legren and Sylvian Luke. And then uh, The Boat by Hania Rani which is a brand new song and a a brand new discovery, actually, which I hope you really enjoy. It's a very soothing kind of vibe um, song and music. I would highly recommend listening to more of Hania Rani, if when you can, and uh, enjoy this. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. You are listening to DJ Webbles here on Hangover Sessions, and this is the greatest radio station on planet Earth. Best frequencies forever, bff.fm. Enjoy these. Thank you. 
I'm Forrest Guest, station engineer, and you're listening to BFF.FM. Oh, the cable's fucked up.
right, all right. There we go. You just heard Hani Irani, beautiful The Boat, brand new single from her. Very soothing. I hope you enjoyed that. Took you on a, a little trip there. And then before that, we had Isn't She Lovely and Birelli Legren and Sylvian Luke from the uh, album Duet. Hope you enjoyed both of those. Next up, we have August Le Stevens. Sorry, August Lee Stevens. We're going into French mode here. And a, a brand new song by her called In the Dark. She's going to be on my next show in a couple of weeks. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this one. And then we're going to move over to Jasmine Pritchard, the wondrous Jasmine Pritchard. Quick disclaimer. We talked about Lizzo just before the news this week came out about all of the shenanigans. It's still TBD if that's all true or not. Uh, but I hope you enjoy the music nonetheless. And thank you, Jasmine, for joining us here on Hangover Sessions. Get well soon.
Community, community, community radio. Community, community, community radio. Community, community, community radio. Community radio for the San Francisco music scene. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. Good morning, Jasmine. How are you doing? Oh, I'm well. <laughs> <laughs> and then in terms of uh, hangover scales, how would you say you rate on a scale of one to ten? Um, Okay, um, I don't drink that much, but this is still the most hungover I've ever been because I am on day 21 of testing positive for COVID. And so um, I was told to treat the symptoms. And so I am very hungover on NyQuil and z and cough medicine, things like that. <laughs> okay. yeah, 21 days yeah. is three weeks, uh, yeah. everybody. So <laughs> that's a long time to be under the weather. Um, yeah, it's like w- just when I start to feel better, mm-hmm. um, it comes back and it bites me in the butt. So. But when was your when was your EP released? Was it released at the same time that you got COVID? Or, or like- no, no, thankfully not. So, no, I released my EP on my thirty eighth birthday, um, which was June twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. June twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Nice, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I mean, so that was kind of like the CD release party. Um, I actually haven't put it out officially online yet, although every CD that I release does come with a download code. Um, But, and it has like a little lyric insert and everything like that. So I just wanted it to be a little special because I, um, I don't really plan on doing it again. I kind of did it on a whim. It's all Willie Nelson's fault, actually, that this EP exists. Um, damn you, Willie. <laughs> I know. I was actually thinking, I was like, oh, do you think it would That's give me a cure? Things on as well. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was wondering if it like would give me clout to be like special thanks to Willie Nelson. No, <laughs> like in my in my credits. No, but um no, so I saw him at the Outlaw Music Fest in um Shoreline Amphitheater last October. First time? Like many times you've seen him? Uh, that was just the second time that I've seen him, but um, it was my first time to the Outlaw Music Fest, um, and uh, he casually said, so back in March, and again, this is 2022, he's like, oh, back in March for my, uh, I put out my 98th studio album for my 89th birthday, um, and I thought that was kind of cute, and I was like, oh my god, I'm an underachiever. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and I, I immediately looked it up, uh, and my birthday was like, uh, you know, it was on a Saturday and I was like, I'm doing it. I'm releasing an EP for my birthday. And, um, I hadn't, I had only had like a few songs. Um, I still need, uh, I wrote two new ones, but I was like, eh, let's do it. And so I did. So it's a six song EP. Nice. Yeah. We're going to play a few tracks from it soon enough. And it's called Good Enough. Is that correct? It's called Good Enough. Yeah. I, um... I am typically a very 
sad songwriter and um and uh but I wanted to write like a positive song probably like something that I wanted to hear growing up and um also I have like a bunch of nieces and nephews now and you know I just wanted yeah I just wanted them to have like a a positive positive vibe song and so it's uh it's basically just saying you know that you're good enough and you're special and yeah also going back to Willie I saw Willie at the bridge school benefit many moons oh, ago at yeah. the shoreline and I'll never forget how good his son was at singing I remember that more than anything I mean loved Willie as well but yeah. he's blew the roof off Lucas Luke oh yeah yeah I've, I've seen Lucas at Hardly Strictly um he wasn't there at this show but his other son was Micah okay yeah he's got some talented kids he's been he's yeah. trained well I'm really impressed safe to say how many kids does he have Willie. Oh, honestly, I don't know. I um, I mean, I, I've known, you know, his music for a long time. But if I'm being honest, a lot of it's from like soundtracks of shows or um, from students. Like I, I had no idea. But Willie Nelson, when he was younger, he um, put out like a kind of like a Broadway covers, like musical theater kind of thing. And wow. um, yeah, but um, but honestly, the only reason I was there, well, there's a couple of reasons I was there. But um, in particular, uh, the uh, the Avid brothers have become like really close with Willie. They've performed at a lot of his uh, the Outlaw Music Fest, and so um, Dan Foldis, who I think you know, um, he used to do the sound at the Red Devil open mic. I remember it. Yeah, so he um, he has toured um, with some of the bands that were um, related to you know to that festival, and so he invited um, me and another friend and. Um, and so, yeah, we, we went and watched and he invited me probably because he knew I liked the Avett Brothers, but I was like, no, I like Willie too. That would be great. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had really good seats and everything, right? You were, you did three yeah. nights back to back at the Avett Brothers? Oh, that no, that was the Avett Brothers at Red Rocks. Oh, okay. It's a different Avett Brothers. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. Awesome. yeah, no, the Avett Brothers, like kind of, they open for Willie Nelson at the, sh at the show. Oh, I see, I see. Sorry. I'm yeah. Here. Okay, cool. Nice. We'll talk about Red Rocks in a bit. All right, sure. let's start with your um, EP. And the first track is called Home. What, yes. Tell us a little bit about this one. Yeah, so Home is actually, so this is the song that kind of made the, the album feel kind of like really complete to me and mm. mine, and that's why I put it first. It's a, it's a, it, took, it's, it took me like years to write because um, home has always been such like a funny concept to me. I was born in West Virginia. I grew up in the Philippines, but I went to international schools and then eventually studied international relations. And then I moved here with the um, with with the intent of moving to New York, but fell in love with the Bay Area. And so um, and I have friends all around the world. And that's kind of the ode to that. It's more about like, um, you know, different places you find home, depending on who you're with. And so, yeah, that's what the song is about. All right, this is Home by Jasmine Pritchard. Am I saying your name right, Jasmine? I want to make sure I'm saying it right. Jasmine or Jasmine? Uh, Jasmine. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for this. And congratulations on the release of your new EP as well. Thank Exciting you. times. <laughs> we made our way down the coast of California on a train with a view. But my head needed a rest So I fell asleep on your chest And we didn't see the coast that day 
Oh yes, I spent my youth in the hills of West Virginia, sunny days on the lakes. We might have all lost touch, but I love you all so much, and I think of you whenever I hear a twang. Now they say that home is where the heart is, but my heart is scattered, got homes across the ocean blue. At times it's hard to be away Oh, but my heart's not shattered Just left a tiny piece of it with you I've found homes in the songs of Carolina And in Minnesota in the snow Oh, there's lessons that I've learned From my friends around the world I carry them wherever I may roam Now they say that where the heart is but my heart is scattered got homes across the ocean blue at times it's hard to be away oh but my heart's not shattered just left a tiny piece of it with you cause I'm home yes I'm home and I'm with you oh Just look into those eyes as a calmness fills my mind And I'm home when I'm with you I grew up wild in a land of white sand beaches That island taught me how to love Sometimes it calls my name, years go by, love's the same Someday I'll take you there just because now they say that home is where the heart is But my heart is scattered Got homes across the ocean blue At times it's hard to be away Oh, but my heart's not shattered Just left a tiny piece of it with you Now they say that home is where the heart is But my heart is scattered Got homes across the ocean blue Just left a tiny piece of it with you Oh, I left a tiny piece of it with you Yes, I left a tiny piece of it with you You're listening to BFF.FM Best Frequencies Forever Hangover Sessions and DJ Webbles With Tim Marker Sounding beautiful, Jasmine, and we uh, we just heard a bit of Megan in there as well, who's a previous guest of the show. Yes. Uh, also recorded some of the coolest audio IDs that I have. I don't know if she ever played them to you. I should probably play a sneak preview of one to you. Um, but she did like a, an advertisement and sped up at the end about like something about... Oh, no, I've, I've heard it. I've oh, heard it. <laughs> So I've heard on her show. She was made to do audio IDs, I swear. Like, she could just make a living out of that. I mean, she's multi-talented. We all know this. Yeah. Um, she played no, at the Giants as well, she's, right? She's hilarious, and it's it's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah so we, um, we actually, we do that when we leave voicemails for each other sometimes. The, the advert thing? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'll be like, hello, this is a call for 
Megan Slanker. <laughs> I'm calling about your warranty or, you know, <laughs> whatever, things like that. So. <laughs> That's brilliant. Well, it's a beautiful song. And you said that you played that recently at the Lost Church as well. On your birthday. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah, we, um, so I played with my full band, um, they're called The Reluctant Sparkles, well, this iteration, I kind of change my band name every time I play, because I play so sporadically, um, but, uh, yeah, so we did, we did all six songs on the EP, and we did some covers as well. Wondrous, nice, and is, this is the new Lost Church in San Francisco, or the one yes, in um, Yes, in, in North Beach, yeah. My old radio home. Really? Yes. I don't think I realized I on, that. I was on KTLC for a bit. They had a non-profit uh, radio station as well, which was really I remember good. that. I just don't think I, yeah, I don't think I ever knew, like, where it was. It's such a good org as well. I love, I love what Lost Church is about and what they do for local music. How's the new venue? Because you remember the old venue as well. You're pretty old school on the San Francisco scene. So <laughs> yeah. Kind of comparison. <clears throat> Well, so I think they did a really, really good job of, um, like, kind of transferring the vibe over. Um, you know how the old Lost Church had just, like, so many trinkets and just such, like, you know, like, the red velvet and the gold cords. That's all still there. Um, but this is, I do miss kind of, like, the high ceilings, you know, that, um, that the old Lost Church had. But um, what, you know they make up for that loss in space. Like there's, there's four bathrooms now, so we don't have to like run to like queue uh, in the one. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's large. It can, uh, I think, so it, it has like 99 seats and it has some standing room in the back. So it can fit like 125 as opposed to the 65 that the old venue and, and the green room is huge. And so, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's great. And they kept some of the old character as well, right? I did see the curtains are back up. Like the stage is quite similar. Yeah, absolutely. Like the vibe is still there for sure. It still feels, you know, kind of like a, a speakeasy or an underground club. It just feels like you feel cool being there. <laughs> yeah, I should uh, big them up for a second as well here. So the new place is at 988 Columbus Avenue. Go and check it out. Great live music venue in San Yeah, of absolutely. It's, it's great. Of the of all of the um, of the live music venues that we've sadly lost, because you know we used to play at the Red Devil Lounge, right? Open mics at the Red Devil, and then there was also can't forget Doc's Lab. Yes. And Docs. between the three of these, what would you say? I mean, I guess Lost Church has come back. It's been found. It's now the found church. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so because the one in the Mission. Um, I mean, that kind of coincided with, with COVID and like right. the shutdown and stuff, but it was always, there was always a plan to move um, because, you know, that was Brett um, and his, you know, and, and Lizzie, they, they live there in the back. And so it was more residential. And so um, we kind of lucked out on finding this space. Um, and plus, you know, they expanded to Santa Rosa as well. So yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I do mean to go to the Santa Rosa one at some point. And do you remember Doc's Lab as well? I oh, was, yeah, I love Doc's Lab. I miss, I miss that. I miss that place. Me too. I mean, it was um, it was kind of like the other side of North Beach, right? It was like more yeah. like towards the downtown. This one is more towards the pier. But, um, but yeah, I mean, iconic location and the food was really good. And, yeah, it was, yeah, it was just, it was a great vibe. And what I is, just... What is it now? Is it like a wine bar or something? 
I have no clue, honestly. I haven't been. I haven't been there. You know, I haven't been there. Carry on like live music shows or something because it was just such a nice space for that kind of thing. You know. Yeah. And then um, what was the other one that we were talking about? Red Devil Lounge. That I don't do not know what that is anymore. But we used to queue there hours. I don't remember right now what it it's called, but it's definitely like a oh it's called Harper and Rye well I don't know actually I haven't been there in a few years so it was it did turn into Harper and Rye and it was kind of like a mixology bar and that kind of made me sad but um, I mean it was you know it was a nice place um and uh actually Casey Turner and I uh we like walked in there one night like um because so after Red Devil Lounge, we used to go like right, you know, two doors down to get Bob's Donuts. That was like, you know, after we shut down and everything, and it was me, Casey, usually Dan, and um, you know, whoever was kind of like straggling and just chatting. We we would get some donuts, and so one night when we were driving back from Doc's lab. I was like, Casey, the parking spot right in front of Bob's is open. And so we parked there, we got donuts, and he was like, let's go in this place and check it out. And like, um, do you remember the pole that was on the that was on the the stage? Sure. So sure. that was there. And uh, instead of like the stage, I think there was kind of like a, a pool table kind of area. Oh. And so we still we still took a picture, like, you know, by the oh. by the old pole that we wow. thought was hilarious. But yeah. yeah. No, so have you played many open mics since then? Because <laughs> um, it takes on a different track, right? You go down a different road and things like that. It was many years yeah. ago, Red Devil Lounge. Yeah, no, so we so we did do the open mic for a while, or, you know, Casey's open mic, the Shongwriters, um, at the lo- the old Lost Church for, for a while. Um, and it, we have not brought it back yet. Um, you know, Casey is kind of like a lot of his shows now are uh, up in Marin. Mm-hmm. Or in you know in Novato, yeah, um, in Novato, and then in um, Sonoma as well, the Hot Monk Sonoma, and so um, yeah, it's like it's you know it's 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 tricky to have something that's regular, you know what I mean? When when you're as busy as Casey, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so I do miss it, and I miss the people, and so um, you know I teach voice lessons, and so. I do gather up my students every once in a while um, to go, you know, we do a field trip to an open mic. Um, for some of them, it's just like to check out the vibe and for others, like it's it's for them to perform. And so we've been to the Hotel Utah open mic with Brendan, which is just, you know, good staple. Ooh, yeah, um, staple, yeah. And, yeah, and he's amazing. He's, he's just like the hardest working <laughs> person <laughs> I know. Um, and then, uh, you know, Bazaar Cafe is back as well. And so they have their open mic. And uh, Neck of the Woods as well. We've been to Neck of the Woods right. open mic. So, is, yeah. the, is it Bizarre Stock still a thing? Are you still doing Bizarre Stock from time to time? Um, we have not done Bizarre Stock in a while, but just because, like, you know, it's such a small space mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. packing so many people in there, kind well, of like post COVID, is, yeah. is, a, is a little tricky. But I think that if there's a way to bring it back, like maybe doing it outdoors or something like that, that's something that Casey would definitely bring back. Yeah. Yeah. And for those who don't know, that's the Bazaar Cafe in the Richmond district of San Francisco. Yes. Beautiful space, lovely garden. I haven't been there for years either. I mean, now I live in Oakland. It's a lot of these places yeah. from me now. But Bridge? Oh, my goodness. Who does that? <laughs> when's teleportation going to become a thing <laughs> I know. 
All right, let's get your first two Desert Island Disc songs on. We have uh, the Avett Brothers. Am I saying them right? Is it the Avett? Okay, Avett Brothers. Yeah. Morning Avid. Song, which sounds like a beautiful song for a hangover session. And yeah. Light by Mitchell Manberg. Do you want to tell us about these two? Okay, so I, maybe it's just COVID, but I cannot even tell you how many songs I put in and took out. I think I took this like way too seriously. Okay. I had nothing else to focus right. on. And yeah. at first I was like, okay, well, he's just asking for my favorite songs. And I was like, no, this is situational. If I was like on a, you know, like a deserted island. And so I was like, okay, I need something that will inspire me. I need something that I can cry to. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so and I was like, I need something that I can dance to. Like, like where this is going. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of how I approached it. Uh, so Morning Song by the Avett Brothers. Um, honestly, it's like it's not even really like one of my favorite songs of theirs. Like, I mean, it's a beautiful song, don't get me wrong. But every single time, it's like a sneaker. So every, like it sneaks up on me. Like every single time I hear them play it live, um, I'm not a big like taking videos at concerts, you know, that much, but every single time I'm like, oh, I need to take a video of the song and I don't really know why, like I'm so compelled to to do it. Uh, well, don't get me, no, actually, I, I mean, I take videos like snippets and stuff, but I'm like, no, I need to get this whole entire song and then I'm like bawling and, you know, so I don't know. It's just a really moving song and I feel like um, even though like the, so actually the whole deserted island thing is they say uh in the chorus it's i mean or they end it kind of like um every no every even though i know there's hope in every morning song i have to find that melody alone and so i was like well that will motivate me if i'm alone i'd love to feel sure about this you really have thought deeply about this. i really right? did i you caught me at a time where i literally had nothing else to do so i apologize um, though, right? i mean this all came from like just i used to really enjoy putting compilations together Set tape to show my age now. Yeah, it used to be a hobby of mine, like just recording the radio and pressing pause. Oh, me too. Radio talking, DJ. Sorry. Um. So my very first iPod was, you know, like totally like mood related. Um. Uh. Playlist, and then someone stole it, and my brother. Oh, ask you, yeah. you still have it because sometimes oh it no. No, I mean I recreated oh, a lot, oh. but my brother at the time was like Jasmine. I've seen you go through breakups and cry less. <laughs> and I was like, all my emotion was tied to this iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Mitchell Manberg, um, is he's actually a friend of mine. He used to be um, a student. Um, and he is just such a wonderful artist. And he actually, so this is all an instrumental. And he played it for me one time. And I was just like, I can listen to this like over and over. And I kind of did, like as soon as he released it, it's just kind of like my going to sleep, forget it. I'm a very neurotic person. You can probably tell I overthink things. And this like really calms me down. And so, um, yeah, this is, these I think are definitely good for a hangover session. But, you yeah, know. yeah, thank you so much. This is all, I didn't know that he was from, um, he's from Oakland as well. Yeah, he is actually. So he's got kind of like a duo thing going on with um, another former student of mine who you had, here um you you had on the show not too long ago um lisa azalino oh yeah yeah i mean you probably met her at the did you meet her at the open mic days as well i think the first time i saw her was at doc's lab and yeah 
just Lisa being Lisa, she just blew us all away, didn't she? Yeah, no, she's amazing. Like, it's funny because I feel, I feel bad actually saying she's my former student. I mean, I taught her for a while, but I'm like, I don't really take credit for her voice. She came in just rocking it. You know, I just helped Another a bit. Level. Yeah. But, yeah. She really has got such a good talent there. She's amazing. All right, let's get these two on. Thank you for thinking so much about the songs. It's really <laughs> genuinely nice to hear the stories behind them as well and what made you bring them to the to the island. Okay, let's get these on. Morning Song by the Abbott Brothers and Nightmare. Aim it. Aim it. Oh, <laughs> Aim it Brothers and uh, Mitchell Manberg. All right, here we go. Nightlight. so bad you don't come around here anymore worse than that nothing's really helping I've been thinking about drinking again it's alright if you finally stop caring just don't to be lasting just a little longer than it should It's alright if you finally stop caring Just don't go and tell someone that does Even though I know there's hope in every morning song
What's up, friends? This is indie rock nerd, Megan Slankard. I don't know about you, but three of my most favorite things are eating jammy Dodgers, crying while watching My Octopus Teacher, and listening to DJ Webble's Hangover Sessions. New episodes available every other Sunday on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Good stuff. All right, so we are going through your EP, and um, you've uh, it's a six-track EP available Bandcamp. Not yet available online in general, right? Yeah. No. So um, right now, I think I'm gonna actually. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna put it out in the next week or so. So <laughs> yeah, by the time people hear this, it will be available. <laughs> you've been doing like a drip feed, right? Yeah, I'm gonna be saying. So you basically hadn't released it. Because you've been releasing mm -hmm. the singles and things like that, right? 
Um, yeah, I've, you know, I put them on YouTube just to share on social media yeah. and stuff, but I, I just, I wanted the, um, I wanted the, the party, you know, the release party to be extra special. And, you know, I, I made this EP for my family and friends really. So I wasn't like super like, you know, rushed to put it online, but I, yeah, I think I will. I mean, I've like, like I said earlier, like I have friends all around the world, so yeah. I know that know it's for them as well so yeah so it's so nice giving your songs to i mean and it's so much easier to do it now as well that's <laughs> yeah I know, absolutely. You know, streaming music comes with its you know caveats but it's just nice to have a song that you're giving to the world and everyone else oh, can hear it in a, in a second in a heartbeat you know yeah well so <laughs> yeah i i actually i made a joke um because so uh, Gift, which is the fourth song on the EP. I actually released that in 2019. I recorded it and um, uh, it's been remastered for this really, for this EP, but I released it. And so at my show, you know, I didn't play it till kind of like two thirds in. And I was like, I know what you guys are thinking, you know, like this show has been going on for a while and she hasn't played her hit yet. Um, and I was like, well, don't worry, my 13 monthly Spotify users. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to sing it. Um, <laughs> so, no, but it, it's great because, um, you know, when I played it at the show, like my nieces were singing along and stuff like that. So I was like, it's oh, the wow. most streamed song in the Pritchard yeah. household for sure. <laughs> How do you find playing to your family? Is it, do you get more nervous with your family there, would you say? or No, I don't. I, um... I mean, I think I used to, but now there, I mean, so actually, so during COVID, um, I, we did social bubble. So I actually moved in with my brother, uh, one of them, and then was there for two months and then actually went, moved to my other brother's house and stayed for 10 months. And so it just like really solidified our relationship. And every weekend we had like the, you know, everyone over for like pool parties, you know, outdoors and stuff. We were still like, yeah, we were still doing like, you know, COVID protocols and stuff, but, um, but they've just been so supportive. And, um, one of the songs, uh, bright as the moon, I wrote for my, my little baby nephew. His name was Joseph William. We called him Joey. Um, but he passed away October of 2020. And so I wrote the song for him and, um, it was actually his, it would have been his sixth birthday yesterday, um, July 29th. And so, you know, we've been through so much together. And um, I actually, I moved in with my brother JP the day before um, Joey passed away because they had, um, you know, they had a, like a five-year-old. Um, and, you know, we just want, we wanted her to feel love. And, you know, so it was kind of like fuller the house you know the the better and we just supported each other through everything so yeah so I actually I love having them there I'm like you guys sit front row you know well this might change soon but on your bank when you go to your band camp that's the song that first comes up it's the the oh yeah bright as the moon so yeah so I actually I put that out as well um for uh for world down syndrome day and I um uh again I will know sorry not for world down syndrome day it was for Joey's um I think his his birthday last year, I put it out, and then I donated all the proceeds to um, Down Syndrome Bay Area Connection, which is um, a resource center that helped my family when, even since before Joey was born. Yeah. Oh, man. It's been a tough few years for everyone, isn't it? But that's, yeah, October 2020 was a difficult time. Yeah, so it's like we couldn't really have people, you know, we did, you know, like speaking, we talked earlier about how Zoom is kind of like, 
Um, but we had like, uh, like you know, the the wake and the memorial, like through Zoom. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so it was. I mean, and and some people, you know, again, like I think, you know, I have family in the Philippines and every like that were able to tune in. But you know, so it was hard sometimes because like people who were like who lived twenty minutes away who couldn't come, obviously, I, you know, we're in the yeah. of COVID. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had the same. I had uh, my, my nan's funeral and I had to watch on a live stream at 4 a.m. in the morning. Uh, yeah. Afternoon, and it was awful. And to an empty chapel as well, you know. This is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That time. Crazy. Well, let's get the one, your second track on from your EP. It's called Heal You. Heal You. Yeah. I know we were talking about the other songs, which we'll get to. We'll definitely play those as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what's Heal You all about? Okay, so Heal You actually I also recorded in 2019 and the plan was to release it early 2020 and then I was like it's very inappropriate to release a song called Heal You when there's a pandemic going on. But so this is actually one that I, you know, hadn't released before um, at all and it is... um, It's about, I guess, codependency. Um, One of my very best friends was, uh, at the time when I wrote it, was going... Uh, through rehab for alcoholism and I was attending classes you know with him to learn about addiction and to learn about codependency and this was uh, this is about like kind of like the time when we realized like you need help and it's more help that I can give you and so the basically like even though it's called heal you the the point of the song is like I really really love you but I can't heal you (laughs) that's very poignant yeah Okay, let's get this on then. Thank you so much, Jasmine. Of course. <laughs> this is Heal You from the new EP, Good Enough, which will soon be released on, I guess at the time of talking, isn't on the website, but it will be, um, yeah. on um, yeah, on the EP and on Bandcamp and all that good stuff, right? Spotify, all the, all yeah. the lovely stuff. Yeah. I'm weak and feeling torn And you ask me for a favor You're broken, patched, and worn And I'm looking for a savior I keep searching for a reason But the answers don't seem right So I'm focusing on breathing And watching your heart beating Just to know we're still alive When I hold you, I know I can't you can't see your reflection 
it just shows you all of your fears and you don't know why you're here you keep changing the direction when i hold you i know i can't hear you when i'm with My name is Deuce Eclipse, yeah. Best frequencies for for forever. DJ Webbles, DJ Webbles, yeah. Hangover sessions, hangover sessions, yeah. Community radio, let's go. So that was Heal You. Lovely jubbly. Really enjoyed that. Thank you. I hope your friend's okay now. Yes, he um, he is, I think, six or seven years sober, and he's, like, married with a kid and very, very happy. So. Cool. So in terms of uh, – sorry to go back to COVID. You know, I know it's a big topic right now. Not something you necessarily want to talk about. You must be completely fed up with it. That's all I can talk about. <laughs> did, did COVID, like, change your – you know, the way you write music and things? Has it changed – how you approach everything because that means it was such a big impact on all our lives right yeah um <clears throat> I would say I don't know if like COVID itself like you know um but here's the thing I don't consider myself a songwriter I consider myself a lyricist um I have students you know who who come to me and they're like like I woke up with this melody in my head and I'm like that's never happened to me. I'm like, I have no melodies. Um, and so, uh, so I actually, I, I co-write with a lot of my, my way more talented friends. I think I've just been around for so long that they're like, okay, fine. We'll write a song with you. Um, no, but, uh, but I've always, um, writing lyrics to me is like journaling. And so I think I did a lot more journaling during COVID because, um, 
mainly because, you know, well, like I said, I was living with family and that was really great. But, you know, um, I was over here for about eight years before my mom moved here. And so I was not used to living with my mom. You know, my, my brothers have had kids within the last, like, you know, eight years or so, you know, things like, or 10 years or so. Where, but, where are they back? Are in California as well? Uh, yeah, now, now they are. Um, they're, one is in Livermore, and at the time during COVID, the other one was in San Ramon, but he just, uh, they just moved to Roseville. And so, yeah, but so when I moved in with them, like, I was, like, not used to, I was not used to living with kids. I was not used to living with other people. Um, so, yeah, I think I journaled a lot more. And so the, the new songs kind of came, um, <clears throat> just really easily like like I said with home like I think I started that back in like 2016 or 2017 and then when I was like okay Willie I'm gonna write this <laughs> this EP um it kind of came together in two days you know and I had been stuck on it for years so. yeah okay so so it started the songs span you know we're talking like seven seven years something like that yeah um well well home did good enough I kind of wrote I wrote in one day, actually I wrote in one shower. I came up with it in the one shower. shower. <laughs> yeah, and um, I jumped out. How did you record in the shower? How did you? Uh... <laughs> well, I always sound the best. You know, the acoustics are the best there. But no, I actually, I did, like I ran out. I live alone. And so like I ran out, just buck naked, got my phone, set it on the windowsill and, um, you know, continued to kind of workshop it as I... Yeah. Right. Cleaned myself, and so. <laughs> then you don't have the original edits, you know. Like you could like slip them in the song somewhere and just. Yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> the live version. I'll live include it in the live version. They're like, oh, it got so uh, echoey. Live from the shower remix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I did not tell Megan that that's where the first recording I sent of her. I mean, sent of myself to her was uh, was from the shower. Sorry. The <laughs> Oh, maybe she'll hear it for the first time here. Maybe. Sorry, Meg. <laughs> All right. We're going to um, play your next two Desert Island songs. Another Brothers, the Everly Brothers. I think I know these guys. And also Megan Slankard. What yes. a way to fail. Would you like to tell us about these two lovely tunes? Sure. The Everly Brothers, I just wanted like kind of a happy song that would remind me of my family. And my dad passed away Um I want to say 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago this year. And um, he passed away on his birthday, so it's always like a weird kind of thing. But um, but we used to live in West Virginia, and we would have to drive like at least an hour to get to like the closest like city. You know, we were kind of like in the, in the boonies. And um, we used to, like I didn't know Disney songs or whatever growing up. I knew Paul Anka, the Everly Brothers, you know, Carol King, Neil Sedaka things like that and um so this song bird dog I just remember I found it like the funniest thing because I had no clue what a bird dog was or why they were putting it together and so we used to just sing this on our little road trips and so it's my happy song <laughs> I love songs on road trips it's amazing I love how songs define the road trip as well if you know yeah it. oh absolutely yeah a song for every trip that you do you know yeah <laughs> and on the other end of the spectrum is what a way to fail um my Megan Slankard who is just Oh, she's like my musical hero and she's one of my best friends. She's so talented and she's just so genuine and so nice. Um, and this song is, it's basically, it's kind of like a fever dream. Um, and it's like about like a burning boat and things like that. And it's like, it's just all this like epic scenery. And then it says like, okay, like, yeah, this is a giant mess, but man, 
what a way to fail. And so if I'm on a desert island, I'd like to think it's because of some epic wreck. So <laughs> that's why I chose that one of hers. <laughs> right, I think I've heard this. So I'm looking forward to giving it a spin. Here we go. Sure. Bird Dog by the Everly Brothers and What a Way to Fail by Megan Slankard. Enjoy these. Sings the sweetest little song ever heard. But when he sings to my gal, what a howl. To me, he's just a wolf dog on the prowl. Johnny wants to fly away and put it up, my baby. He's a bird dog. Hey, bird dog, get away from my quail. Hey, bird dog, you're on the wrong trail. Bird dog, you better leave my lovely dove Teacher, he's a bird. He tiptoed up to reach her. He's a bird. Well, he's a teacher's pet now. He's a dog. What he wants, he can get now. What a dog. He even made the teacher let him sit next to my baby. He's a bird dog. Hey, bird dog, get away from my quail. Hey, bird dog, you're on the wrong trail.
Lovely stuff. We just heard uh, Megan, and before that, we had the Everly Brothers, Megan Slankard from the album Running on Machinery. Uh, that was What a Way to Fail, and Bird Dog by the Everly Brothers. Lovely stuff. We should also talk about your upcoming show that you have with Megan on September the 3rd. Jess. Yes. Um, it is Sunday, September the 3rd, which is, you know, Labor Day weekend. So if you guys are around or plan to be in San Francisco, 
Um, her and I will be playing a show in our friend Dan Foldis's backyard. It is in, um, it's a series that he's called, uh, he's calling Echoes in the Valley. It's in Coal Valley in San Francisco. Um, it's very limited. I think it's about like, it, I think we're doing 50, 50 tickets. Um, and yeah, it's, and you know, Dan is a professional sound engineer. So like, it's going to sound great. It's going to be fun. I've been to a couple that he's hosted and he does a really great job. And um, it just means a lot to me to be able to, um, to, you know, co-bill with Megan because she is, like I mentioned, just a musical hero of mine. And um, yeah, it's just going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love house, house concerts as well. You're, you're involved in quite a lot of music promotion, right, Jasmine? So you help, you've helped Casey out in the past. What's your? What are you currently working on outside? That you you do a lot of things. You're a, you, you're a, a lady of many talents. <laughs> I'm curious to know from the promotional side of things. You know, you're you're also doing stuff for a lot of other people, not just your own music, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I actually this is the first time I've ever like you know really done anything that's you know my music. Um, I. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I mentioned, you know, I, I I teach. I have a small company called Songrise Studios, which I think, man, we're going on eight years in September. It will be eight years. Um, and uh, so I've kind of branched out or expanded the, the services to include like teaching, self-promotion and social media management and website building and things like that. I coordinate that for a lot of my students. Um, and I have some students that I only see when they're touring through here, actually, you know, so it's like they started out here and then they moved to Nashville or they moved um, to New York. And but when they're in town, we still do lessons or we do lessons over Zoom. So that's really cool. And then, um, you know, we were talking earlier about the Avett brothers. So I met Jim Avett um, in 2017 when he actually, he played um, at the Lost Church uh, in, in the old Lost Church in the Mission. And um, I was not supposed to work that day. I, I host shows for them, um, you know, doing sound and stuff. And um, But they also, I also would do, um, I call it beer tending because um, I don't know anything about mixing drinks, but they do beer and wine. And so um, someone asked to switch shifts and I did. And I was like, oh, I was like, who is this 70 year old man who like, cause you know, I was like, there's all these young people here. <laughs> I, like I had no clue who he was. And uh, he and I just, we, became fast friends he you know he has like a bit of a an accent and I and uh I asked him I was like what part of the Appalachia are you from and then he was like what part of the Appalachia are you from because people out here in California say Appalachia and so I was like West Virginia and he's like oh North Carolina he's like I used to build bridges in West Virginia and he also used to be in the Navy so he had been to the island where I grew up in the Philippines and um we just started talking about books and stuff and so we became like fast friends and um I didn't realize till like two weeks later who he was. Um, you know, like we became Facebook friends and I was like, why are like 900 people, you know, liking this guy's picture of his dinner? And then I kind of like did a little bit of like, you know, Facebook stalking and I was like, oh. And I knew who the Avett brothers were. I had seen them once at that point, but it was because one of my students loved them. And I, you know, I knew maybe like two of their songs and I was like, oh, got it. Like you're that guy. And so, um, uh, I started kind of like just organically like helping him when he because when I met him that was his first time kind of touring out here to California so he's been um, he's you know he's a musician he taught the Avett brothers like their first you know like guitar and singing and stuff like that um Jim Avett's mom was a, a concert pianist with like perfect pitch you know and his family's very musical 
And so, um, I, uh, it was his first time touring out here in California. And so I was like, well, if you come back, you know, like we can do a house concert or we can, you know, do things. And so the person who was helping him out here actually ended up moving out to Alabama. And so it was, you know, just kind of like kismet. And so, and we got along so well and, um, and as well as like with his wife, Susie, who tours with him as his like merch girl. And she's, she's very lovely. And so, um, it kind of just turned into like I would have all these ideas and I was like oh you should do this you know he didn't really like um releasing his stuff online so much because he was like you know it doesn't hurt me but it hurts the new people you know the new people like the new songwriters with he didn't support like you know how how little like things are getting paid but then pandemic happened and so and he had like a he had a brand new album ready to go and I was like let's do an online release thing and I was kind of just talking out of my butt. I didn't, hadn't done anything like that before, but I was like, let's do it. You know, everyone's streaming now. I'll find out how to do it. So, yeah, so we did it. We did like a an online record release, and then that kind of turned into um, like a YouTube series that um, a friend of mine filmed because I wasn't there, but I edited, and we did like an interview and just things like that. It was kind of like Sundays with Jim, getting to know him because he's um, he was a farmer, you know, and so things like that and so kind of just organically happened and so now I like I run his Patreon I do like his website and he's also got into painting and stuff and so I help him sell art um and uh, a bunch of the uh the other artists that I work for I've actually met through the open mic you know and so we've just kept in touch and um yeah very cool yeah and it all under the mostly under the under the umbrella of Songrise Studios right if you go to yeah yeah like, dot com you can find out all the amazing studio things that jasmine offers and um it's amazing thank you yeah it's i can't believe it's eight years old <laughs> how, many, how many students do you have now like concurrent students do you have for like the voice lessons for example um right now on my roster well no let's not talk about the month of july because i haven't been teaching oh, but, like no, but, no, but no but on my roster i have 27 students right now Impressive. Yeah, Busy it's show. a lot. A lot of people come weekly or, you know, um, or every other week. And then I have like five that I see sporadically because they're either flight attendants or they, you know, they're touring musicians. But yeah, but I know so pre-pandemic, I was fully in music and I was working more with Casey Turner and stuff like that. Um, but I also like developed asthma in 2021. And so I don't, um, I don't, I'm not like really ready to go to like to be in crowds a lot. So I do have like an office job now. So all of this teaching happens like from 5.30 onwards because I'm working from 8.30 to 5. It's long days. Yeah, but I love it. I love I it. I love my uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's music, right, at the end of the day as well. Yeah. It could be a service to the community of the Bay Area, I guess we can say, right? Is it how far <laughs> is it? I'm guessing you even maybe do out of the Bay Area now. You said Nashville. Well, yeah, so actually, I mean, that was kind of like the silver lining of the pandemic. I was able to um, to connect with more students who had moved away. And so, yeah, so I have like, I have like a little girl that I teach in Australia. I have, you know, like uh, during the pandemic, I was teaching people like Salt Lake City and Colorado and New York. And so, yeah, so every once in a while, I'll do a virtual one. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that changed the whole dynamic of how you did the lessons, right? It's... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, person as well, when you can. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm doing, yes, yes. Most of the time, this is my teaching room, which you see here. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, so I teach out of here, um, 
Monday through Wednesday and Saturday afternoons. Cool. Yeah. What is just like while we're on camera here, I'll try and get a picture when we get a selfie at the end. But what is that um, collection of badges or buttons in the background that you have? Behind? Oh, these are just buttons that I. So okay, so one of the ways that I support musicians is, um, especially when I would work for when I used to work for Casey Turner, and we had a lot of touring musicians. Um, you know, they, uh, especially like the solo, like they don't have people to do their merch. And so I would be there. I'm like, I'm on site already. So I would do merch, um, for free or depending on like where it was like for a small fee. Um, and so, um, at the end of the night, they would always like take a t-shirt, take a record and stuff like that. But I always felt guilty because I'm like, I know that vinyl, you know, I collect vinyl, but I'm like, vinyl is expensive to produce and stuff. And so I started taking pins instead. And so this is, like I have two pennants here. I have another one that you can't see. It's still being filled, but I have, I think this is like six and no seven and eight. I have like a bunch of these wow, around. Nice. Yeah. And where'd you get so your vinyl from? Where, what record stores? What go-to record stores do you have? Amoeba. I I still like to go to Amoeba because, and I like because I can call them and be like, <laughs> oh, so, so even like local artists, you know, like um, uh, we talked, we mentioned um, Will earlier from Thunder Egg, you know, like he was like, yeah, you can buy it for me. He's like, I also put a few in Amoeba. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go to Amoeba and buy it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but but usually it's from the touring artists themselves. If I'm doing merch, yeah. yeah. Cool. Oh, thanks. Thanks for going through that. All right, so we're going to do two songs from your EP now, back to back. Okay. We're going to go with Gift and Bright as the Moon. I know these are two very special songs to you. So do you want to tell us a little bit about? Yeah, Gift is, Gift is my hit. It's the one that's been out for about four years now. Um, no, Gift is about just kind of <clears throat> the line is, um, my love is a gift, not a given. And actually, I wrote this when I was sitting at Bazaar Stock. I was inspired by, like, people writing there. And um, I was mad at a boy at the time. And then I was just, you know, it was kind of like came from me being indignant. Yeah, a boy. Who, who remembers which one at this point? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, was, it came from me being indignant and then just realizing, you know, like, well, you kind of, to a certain point, you choose how people are allowed to treat you. And so that's why I was like, I put gift out and then um bright as the moon is a song that I mentioned that I that I wrote for um well I wrote about my nephew my late nephew Joey but I really wrote it for um his family for my brother sister-in-law and their two other kids Malia and Lana um just so because I wanted them to have good memories as well um one of Lana's fears was that she would forget Joey because she was so young when it happened and um you know and and she was like, well, if I grow up, will Joey recognize me and stuff? So I was like, you know, so it's just my way of kind of reliving some of like the cute and happy memories. They say you should fight for love, give more than you take. But I'm way past these movie moments. You can take back your cliches. My heart tried to give you love. Said it took away from you. So you poured yourself another problem. You didn't know that I was drowned too. The heart you stole is the heart you know. But it won't be yours to break. I'll take it back, wrap it up, save it for somebody else. I better yet, hold it gently, keep it for myself. Now it's gone, don't look back. Some things can't be forgiven. My love is a gift. 
Hello and welcome. This is San Francisco indie musician and wannabe voiceover artist Megan Slankard. You're listening to Hangover Sessions with DJ Webbles. New shows are available every other Sunday on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Now is the part where one would talk really fast at the end of a commercial. Ask your doctor if they're also listening to hangover sessions. Symptoms may include, but are not limited to, uncontainable joy, an increased appetite for vinyl record collecting, or starting a band in your garage. Something something about Nevada. My brother had a baby and his eyes shone as bright as the moon. In our hearts he lingers cause from this world he was taken too soon, too soon. To a place where he gets chocolate pudding Smeared across his smile Oh, our lives forever changed Cause we got to hold him for a while For a while Dancing in the morning To the tune of his sweet mama's laugh 
tugging on our heartstrings or on the tail of Atemalia's cat. Poor Bobo. Reading books upside down, laughing, cuddling with his giraffe. Never getting into trouble when he'd blow us raspberries and clap. We would laugh. Oh, Joey Bear, I miss you every second, every minute of our lives. I cannot wait to hug and kiss you when it is my turn up in the skies. Joey, oh, Joey, when I wake up. She's got one of the biggest hearts I've ever known. Because she got to care for you, cheering as she watched you grow. Mm. Oh, you're so engaging, she knew just how to make you like we did when you'd scooch your booty when you heard Lance being unwrapped you scooch fast oh Joey Bear I miss you every second every minute of our lives I cannot wait to hug and kiss you when it is my turn up in the skies Joey So how did you record that, um, the last one, Bright as a Moon? Was that done with Megan as well? Or was that yes, 
So Megan and I actually wrote that kind of through, through Zoom. Like together we were collaborating and stuff. And then um, and then I recorded it. Yeah, I recorded it like in her kitchen, in her kitchen. <laughs> yeah, and then we had we had Dan, we had Dan um, master like all the songs that we did. But yeah, but all of these were recorded in Megan's kitchen, except for uh, Paradise, which was, I mean, except for sorry, uh, Gift and Heal You were recorded in the Philippines back in two thousand eighteen. Oh, really? Wow, <laughs> mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Friends in high places, Jasmine. So many talented friends. Amazing. Lovely. So I should have mentioned also that to go and find out about Songwriters. You should go to Songrise Studios. Just how do you imagine it to be spelt? Uh, dot com, right? And then you can find out all the things. And then to follow you, it's Jazzy Sing Songs. Is that right? Jazzy with a Y. Yeah, yeah Jazzy with the Y. Jazzy Sing Songs on um, on Instagram. And um, I guess I I do have like a YouTube channel, but it, it's not just me. It's kind of like student things or concerts that I attend and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's just Jasmine Pritchard on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> And recently, you had the fortune to go to Red Rocks, not one night, not two nights, <laughs> three nights consecutively, right? Yes. Your first time at Red Rocks as well as the first time you've been? No. Um, Red Rocks was kind of like the first place that I went. Um, so I, I mentioned this before, but I had like a benign brain tumor and I couldn't fly for a long time. And um, I think my first Red Rocks was in 2018 or something when I was cleared to fly or 2000, I forget, 2017 or 2018. And so I've been every year since, except for obviously 2020. And so um, they have been playing three night runs. Uh, the Ava brothers have been playing three night runs. I don't even remember. It's like their 12th year or 13th year or something wow. like that. I think oh, it was only the first year where they did one night. And then ever since then, they've been doing three sold out nights at Red Rocks. It's just, it's amazing. And so at this point, I think this is my fifth, yeah, my fifth year going. And so at this point, it's kind of a reunion of sorts. You know, it's like, it's, it feels very familial. And um, Jim Avit does like a pre, like a Thursday night, kind of like pre uh, pre Red Rocks fan uh, meetup slash concert. And so, yeah, it's really, it's really great. It's a really fun feeling. Although that is where I caught COVID for sure. Um, uh, but it was, I mean. As well, but you're around a lot of people, right? Every day. And... Yes. Um, yeah. Then there is just, there is a just unfortunate, I think, you know, because uh, last year a whole bunch of people got COVID over there and I did not. And I think yeah. this year I just avoided it. Um, I mean, this last year I avoided it and this year I couldn't, but um, I do not regret that weekend. It was it's something that I look forward to every year. And just like the venue itself is just mind boggling. So when I was sick, um, Dan Foldis, he did he was touring with a band called Hot Rise and they played there and so he sent me a picture of like Loden and I was like, What is this place? And then um so yeah, so that flight to Denver was like the first significant flight that I took after being sick for like five years or so. And um, I remember like going there and just weeping. I was just weeping. I was like, this is so beautiful. Um, for those who don't know, it's like Red Rocks Amphitheater. It's like part of like a, a state park. And it's just, it's, it's enclosed by these two massive red rocks that there's truly not a bad seat in the house. I've sat kind of all over. And even like kind of midway up, um, 
you see Denver in the background. And then like, I remember the night that I was there, like I saw lightning over Denver and it was like a full moon. And I was just like, oh my God, this place is so magical. And so um, a lot of people kind of like, you know, call it a family reunion or call it like going to church. Um, and it's really special because the Sunday, uh, usually on the Sunday nights, like they invite Jim, you know, they invite their dad to sing with them. And so it's like, it's two brothers and then their sister also plays the keys for them and sings back background vocals. She's a newer addition to the band. And so it was just, it's really special to get to see Jim sing with his three children. And yeah, really moving. Cool. I, I love, I'm just looking at the pictures of Red Rocks now. It reminds me, it reminds me of like the Greek, but with <laughs> Greek yeah. doesn't have the rocks that this does. Um, but yeah. the view and everything as well, it's just so cool to see like the, the view up there. Um, yeah. And um, people, so other venues that people have like compared it to, it's kind of like Wolf Trap. Um, and then uh, the gorge, uh, kind of like Pacific Northwest. So, but everyone, yeah, everyone gets a good view as well, right? Because it's just the way. It's, oh, it's yeah, beautiful. absolutely. It's so it's so beautiful. All right, so we are going to play your last two desert island songs before casting you away to your deserted <laughs> island. How do you think you'd survive on a on a deserted island, Jasmine? Oh, I absolutely would not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. No, I, I sunburn so quickly. I am so dramatic. Like, no, I, my energy would be up by like day five. <laughs> um, I would not, I, I would just hope that my friends would talk positively about me and remember me kind of. <laughs> yeah, I would enjoy the music though. And for the five days, for the five days that I would last. One free day that you lost. Anyone anyway, who missed the last one because <laughs> I'm not going to make it. So actually, I do love both of these songs, though. So I remember, like, Juice, obviously, Lizzo needs no introduction, but I'll let you know yeah. why you chose it. Also, She's a Rainbow is definitely from Ted Lasso. I remember that from Ted Lasso, but I don't know. I'm curious to know where you got this from. So tell us about these anyway. Juice, Lizzo, okay. and She's a Rainbow, the Rolling Stones. Lizzo is just like, she is like a different form of self-care. Um, you know, so if like I had a momentary um, spurt of hope, I would probably be dancing to Lizzo. And I just, I remember like, um, you know, when this first came out, well, actually, no, not actually it was on Obama's like, summer you know like summer playlist and that's I think that's like where I first heard it actually I, did, I somehow like had missed this song and I was like singing to it like I was like waiting for the Bart and like people stopped me they're like what are you listening to and I was like juice by Lizzo I'm like here listen you know and so like kind of started a mini dance party in the Bart so um yeah it's just like it's just she's just so amazing she's um I guess what I strive to be, you know, like not, not caring about what people think and just doing you and just killing it too. So I love her. The world needs more Lizzo's. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, and then uh, She's a Rainbow. Yes, I do remember it from Ted Lasso for sure. Um, I don't remember when the first time I heard it actually. Oh, no. So actually I do. Do you remember Ben Brown? I do know Ben Brown. He's one of okay. my guests on that yeah so yeah so ben brown uh amazing he was all, he was super into the stones he was like beetles or stones and i was like i don't really know either if i'm you know not, if i'm being honest and he was like what i was like i didn't grow up here and i listened to my dad's music i know paul anka neil sadaka and um and so he like made me kind of like he like, he made me a mixed cd um, and he was, and so I, I remember he gave me one that was like Stones and he gave me one that was like Bob Dylan. He was like, let your education begin. And so I don't actually remember if 
you know, she's a rainbow is on that. Or if it's just like, you know, after like the deep dive that I did after listening to those, but, um, it's just such a happy tune. It's so, it's so happy. Um, and like I, like I mentioned, I'm not surviving this desert island. So, you know, I don't know, maybe this is funeral song. Maybe they're like, oh, this is how I remember Jasmine. It's so unfortunate that she perished. Um, (laughs) it's so unfortunate that she perished so quickly. Um, and so, yeah, I just like, you know, I just, I, yeah, I love this song. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's get these on then. I mean, they're both such uplifting tunes. What a way to end your Desert Island playlist. Cap Street to the world. This is BFF.FM.
Cool. Well, we are at the end of the show, sadly, and I want to make sure that we cast you off, but may play one more song before we say our goodbyes, which is a very important song. It's the closing track of your new EP that came out kind of on June the 24th, but it's soon to be coming out even more. Yes, uh, the it'll be available week. online very soon. Don't forget to uh, check out the um, September 3rd show with Megan, if you can. And the best way to find out about that is to on Facebook, right? You were saying. Yeah, there's a Facebook event, and and actually, you know, I'm gonna put it on Songrise Studio. So, um, yeah, by the time this is out, go to songrisestudios.com, and you can find more information on the upcoming show. And even though Jasmine is very busy and has 27 students, maybe if you're interested in voice lessons, you can sign up at some point. Yes, absolutely. I do have some space on my roster. <laughs> 
2025 or like as, as soon as when's your next available lesson jasmine <laughs> well i do free consultation so just message me on the website oh, and we'll figure it out. yeah <laughs> i might join myself or my, or sign my daughter up my daughter zoe would love to do some well, i would love to oh either either you do keys mm -hmm. you teach the keys a little bit as well I don't teach piano. I'm not good enough, but I do. I do some cool. I do have, like scales and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you found the foundation of the lessons. Nice, lovely stuff. Well, let's yeah. um, let's tee up this final song, um, and thank you for those last two, by the way. Taste the rainbow and um, Lizzo. What Taste a nice the rainbow. That oh my goodness! See no, the rainbow. I'm, I, I literally was talking about skills the other day. And that's why I'm thinking about them. And I'll probably have to buy some this afternoon now. Um, rainbow, by the way. Thanks for the correction. Of course. Actually, funny story. A friend of mine planted Skittles. She was a little too old for it. She planted Skittles to try to grow a rainbow. It was the cutest thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would eat them all off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to finish with uh, Good Enough, which is the title track of the uh, EP that you have. Do you want to talk about this, that song, the, your, your title track of the song before we say our goodbyes? Oh, yeah. No, this is pretty self-explanatory, but I want everyone who hears it and who listens to it to take it to heart. You know, you are absolutely good enough. Um, and I think, you know, everybody is special. And I know that there are some people that think that if everybody's special, no one's special. But everybody is special in different ways. I truly believe that. And I love people. You know, I really do love people. And I want, just hope that um, whoever hears this knows that they have value, um, that they are special, and that they're enough. So, um, yeah. I hope you get a chance to see you live soon enough, Jasmine, and see you in, in the flesh again once you can come out. I know. I know. It's been a while. Thank you so much for having me, and thanks for everything you do. You're, you know, a busy person, too, with, yeah, with a kid <laughs> and with a new kid and a full-time job, and you do so much, you know, still, like, for local artists and for the music community, and, you know, I have never met anyone who had, you know, something negative to say about you. And I know you and I have known each other, you know, in passing for years. And so it's great to actually spend time with you. So thank you. Yeah, what a nice way to spend a Sunday. Well, good luck on your deserted <laughs> island, Jasmine. I really hope you survive. <laughs> this is uh, good enough because you are good enough. And uh, enjoy this one, everybody, by the lovely Jasmine Pritchard. Thank you so much, Jasmine. It's been a joy. Thank you. You were born and the world got better You have a smile that warms up the room Sometimes you'll feel uncomfortable and unsettled But I promise I'm telling the truth So when you feel self-doubt